tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everybody out there in our AfterBuzz land. If you hear that, that is our Good Wife theme music, which means we are here doing another after show of The Good Wife, Season 6, Episode 2, starting off strong yet again. The episode is called Trust Issues, and rightfully so, considering all of the different things that we hear going on. I am your host tonight, Courtney Henderson. I am in studio alone tonight. Bobby DeMiro will be back with me next. We'll be back. Be back from last season with me from... from being away. I can't wait. I know I'm by myself tonight. I know that's not your favorite thing, but I felt like it's better to have me than to have nothing. And so I promise you a panel next week. All of that said, I just want to dig right in. I want to talk about how Carrie's still in jail. You know, the opening scene is Carrie and Alicia sitting there. He's only getting, you know, his little five minute allotments. We see throughout the episode, actually, that there's something deeper to this. There's something more to it than just, you know, State's Attorney Castro and a drug charge. Because, you know, we see that there's a lot more going on. We see that Carrie is not being let out. They're really fighting the bail money that was posted. Of course, that's because it is from Lamont Bishop, no matter who came up and handed it to him and gave it to them to to pay off. So I want to talk about a little bit more about that. I want to talk about how Chumham is, of course, back in the picture. One of our long-standing clients with Alicia, one of my favorite clients that they talk about, just because so much money is at stake. As we see that they're remodeling uh, their <laughs> carry or uh, carry, they're remodeling Floric and Agos and Associates. You know, we know that that Chumham money is very, very crucial, as well as this merger with Diane. I do want to talk about that. I want to talk about how we see Tay Diggs come back as Dean from the New York office. But first, I want to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back with all of the di- all of the dirt. Dish can bring you great TV from the big city to the farmlands, high on a mountain or low in the valley. Dish delivers all the great movies, shows, and sports you can handle. Monthly packages start at just $19.99 a month for 12 months. This is your day, America. Get Dish and get thousands of TV shows and movies on demand and free installation in up to six rooms. Visit dish.com slash after buzz. That's dish.com slash after buzz. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee and other restrictions apply. Requires a clear view of the Southern Scott. Call for details. Did he just say we can get Dish for just $19.99 a month? Well, yes, he did, dear. And what do we pay for TV now? A whole lot more than that, dear. And why do we do that? I don't know. Get Dish. Go to dish.com slash afterbuzz. That's dish.com slash afterbuzz. All right. Now that we have that done with, we can get right back into it. 
So first, let's talk a little bit more about Diane and the merger. We see her resign in this episode. It doesn't look like anybody has any idea at Lockhart Gardner that she is leaving, which I think is actually pretty amazing considering how much we've seen David Lee and Canning kind of on her tail and trying to figure figure her out and just kind of really step on her toes with taking over and putting Canning in as managing partner. I also still think that it's really a weird thing that Canning is taking over instead of David Lee, just because, you know, we now know Canning is sick. We now know that, you know, there's some somewhat of a timeline on his part of being in that law firm and just being perhaps part of the show. You know, that's something that I guess the Kings as the writers will keep us on our toes about. But I am curious what you guys think about that. Why do you think that David Lee isn't going to be the managing partner and he let Canning take over that authority instead? Maybe there's a whole new scheme behind that. Maybe there's, you know, he's going to bring him on as well and, and make them name partners, etc. Who knows? But, I, you know, I'm really wondering what you guys think about that. So please, please let me know. Uh, we do see that Diane does then go to Florc Agos. At the end of the episode, we see that she gets the vote. She also takes Dean, who came back from the New York office. He wasn't on the show a lot before, but he's somebody that I remember, especially just because it's played by Tate Diggs, who's so beloved. Clearly, he's going to become a much bigger part of the show this season because with the other six department heads, they also are coming to Floric Agos. So it'll be really interesting to see how that all plays out. If they get a completely new office space or if they continue working in this office space, if you can even call it that, as they remodel and as we we get to see Gunter and all of these different weird things going on in their office, not having doors and having holes pushed in the wall you know, during depositions and client meetings. Uh, which that deposition and this specific episode's lawsuit with Chumham was one one that I felt was kind of lacking a little bit. It's one of the first things that I would say in watching an episode of the show that a little bit disappointed. Maybe it's just because it's so it's it was such kind of a distraction I feel like from the real storyline that we want to see. I guess they have to include some sort of lawsuit because they are a law firm. This is a legal show. But I feel like we're just getting enough of that out of, you know, watching Carrie be in jail. So I don't know that we really care or need to see that. What am I talking about? The chum hum money is actually how they got Carrie out of jail. So now that makes sense why they had to have that. It'll be interesting to see, in fact, if that continues to be the case or if the episode now that Carrie will be out of jail is just if that his story is just going to be more the lawsuit that it's focused on rather than the clients of Lockhart Wolf. Florg Agos and Lockhart Associates now. So Carrie's out of jail. We see how that happens. It's because Lamont Bishop uh, is not giving up his witnesses. And so Chumham advanced them money. And, you know, so they have that. So they're off the hook a little bit. They're getting the money and the $38 million from Diane's clientele. But we still have this problem because they're still after Carrie. He's not off the hook yet. He still has to go to trial We've lost one of the witnesses, and I, I'm really curious as to why the writers just had Lamont Bishop killing off one of them, why, knowing even though that one of them had a wire, why they decided to just choose him to be the one that was killed off, rather than for Lamont to have any sort of actual intel as to which one it was, or to not kill all three, unless it was just sort of a strategic play against Kalinda, knowing she was lying about 
her knowledge of which one was wearing the wire and knowing that if he killed one, he would either kill the CI, which is what he wants, or he would be able to use that death as leverage to figure out which of the other two witnesses is in fact the one that was the CI and and was wearing the wire. So that, you know, we'll see how that plays out as well in the coming episodes. I like seeing Lamont. It was so much fun having him here last week, having Mike here last week, who plays Lamont. So it definitely looks like he's going to be a big part of this season, just like he said. And that will be fun to see, especially to kind of combat Alicia perhaps running for state's attorney. So that's kind of the last thing I really want to dig into. She doesn't want to run, doesn't want to run, insists that she's not running, but everything is just pointing towards Alicia Florick running for state's attorney ousting Castro out of his seat. There was even that moment when she went to his office tonight and found out, in my opinion, found out that Castro isn't after Carrie for drugs. I actually think that there's something deeper to it and that knowing that Alicia might run it is only more motivation to keep Carrie somehow on the hook, somehow, you know, muddled into all of these legal troubles because that's her partner and what kind of a person wants to vote for a state's attorney candidate that has a legal partner or, you know professional partner in jail I don't think that that's a very settling thing I think Castro knows that but it's so interesting that the only thing that Eli did aside from once again not take no for an answer was he, he had somebody from the White House call up and try to get Alicia to run and then we, you know, we see, I wrote his name down here. Let's see where I wrote it. Ernie, Ernie Nolan from Urco Properties, who clearly wants somebody else in office because he wants the businessman rules to kind of be looked at again, changed, eased up a little bit. So he goes to try to pay the bail for Carrie. And Alicia doesn't take it because it's corrupt or kind of dirty money because she knows that he doesn't want it to be sort of just a gift. It comes with strings attached. But she's not running, and I love how Robin pointed that out, that it it's not dirty money. It's not corrupt, you know, running money because you're not running. So let's just get Carrie out. And I like that she didn't. Alicia, as we know, kind of sticks to her guns. She always takes the moral high ground when it comes to following the law and her cases and her clients and her personal life. Maybe that's a little bit where the morals have kind of strayed, as we know with Will in the past seasons and her love for him. But she's staying on track. She's insisting she's not running. I want to get straight into predictions because I think that we have something there. I think that Alicia will end up running because she it's the only way that she can keep Castro out. She didn't have a platform before. She didn't have something that she wanted changed. She didn't have something to fix that wasn't broken, as she told Eli. Well, now she does. Now she sees this man that is the state's attorney with nobody running against him because we know Finn dropped out and she needs to go against him and she needs to write what's wrong because they're after Carrie for something deeper, something more. And it doesn't so far seem like it's something that will really stick because if it was, they wouldn't be reaching like this. We wouldn't have him, you know, able to get out. We wouldn't have him on a drug charge for a hypothetical conversation that he had while wearing a wire because why wouldn't they be going after Lamont Bishop in that case? Why wouldn't they be going after the actual guys who were doing the drug deals, who were selling the drugs, rather than the guy who gave them a hypothetical of how to not get caught? That's just me. I definitely think we're going to see more of 
Carrie's legal troubles. I definitely think we'll get to see some flashbacks or something, I hope at least, about Carrie's past and why this is coming up and see a little bit of a justification for it, aside from just being in a sixth season and needing to have something else, something new, some twist to keep the show current and relevant because the Kings have proven, I mean, we're in season six, they still get a full season of shows, so there's nothing for them to sort of, I don't think, have to prove, and they don't need to reach. I think they're good enough writers and they have a good enough story not to, you know, kind of do something like this just for the sake of, you know, having a new story that is, I don't know, feels like it could be a little bit reaching. But you guys let me know what you think. Tell me if you, you know, what you think is going to happen to Carrie. What do you think is going to happen with Floric Agos? And if you think Alicia is going to run for state's attorney, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at Cohen. That's C-O-U-H-E-N. Thank you so, so much for watching another episode of After Buzz TV's The Good Wife After Show. And I'll be back next week with a full panel. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.